This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Your Time to Shine, all things self-love, the show that brings you real conversations around self-love. My name is Celine from My Dawning Light, and I am here to show you how you can love yourself right now, no matter what's going on in your life. And spoiler alert, it's so much easier than you think. Okay, you ready? Let's get right to it. This is part two of Self-Love, Struggling with Confidence After Acne with Celine Harlow. What are some foods that you were surprised that you had to give up when you realized how much sugar was in them? Because sugar's in everything. Oh, it's in everything. Like anything that you don't make from scratch has sugar in it because it's a good preservative, right? So I can't have jam. I can't have, um, I can't have a lot of bread from the bakery, um, you know, and I spend hours <laughs> looking at you know, the tiny little ingredients on each single thing that I buy at the supermarket, you know, because sugar, you know, sucrose, dextrose, all of that stuff, like that's sugar, you know, and I can't have it. And I can, like, I like, I can't have cane sugar. That's that's the the thing of it. And the more the more it's been processed, the less I can have it. So ice cream yesterday, bad idea. Anything from the bakery, bad idea. <laughs> but you, but you know what you're signing up for now. Like you know the consequences. So yeah, it's like someone who's gluten free but still loves like certain breads. They're like, okay, I'll deal with it. Like, but I still want it. Absolutely. But that's the weird thing that when I was giving up on sugar, so it was a really difficult process, mentally speaking, like having to give up on that drug was really difficult. And I know it sounds silly. Oh, you're having to give up on sugar. Like, it's not like you have to drink, you know, give up on alcohol. It was difficult for me anyway. But um, sometimes I would be like, oh my God, I've been so good for three days. I'll have a treat. (laughs) I'll treat myself. There should be AA for sugar addictions. I know it should be or fish and chips or anything processed, you know, or fast foods, whatever. (laughs) How did that affect your social life? Oh my goodness. I didn't like to. Because if you were, if you like to drink before you were ever drinking socially, I think alcohol has to go too. no. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't drink anymore. Yeah. I mean, I was never a big drinker. Drink. I never really used to drink alcohol. So, but it was definitely a big no-no and the funny thing is you know like I remember going to the restaurant with friends when I was at uni and then you know having something that I that I thought was going to have sugar but I couldn't control it I was at the restaurant I was going I wasn't going to be able to bring my own stuff and I could feel the pimples foaming on my skin really so I'm like oh my god and I so badly want to pop it and I want to know how bad it is but I forgot to bring my concealer oh my god and then sometimes I would go to the bathroom and pop it and then <laughs> I had to stay in there for 10 minutes to wait for the thing to stop oh erupting. <laughs> but that did you find so like, when I think about, when I think about any of my friends, like doing any sort of cleanse or avoiding dairy or gluten or sugar, anything, or even someone doing a dry January, I'm like, wow, I don't realize how much it affects your social life or how much we eat and drink those things until someone's stopping it. Like, like what about like birthday parties? No cake, no cupcakes, like, like, tell me some stories of how it affected you. Mm. Well, I think, you know, in the beginning, I didn't say anything because I felt so embarrassed about that skin issue, you know, that, that health condition. And I had let that condition get really bad. So I think I thought it was my fault. And, 
And I remember, you know, falling in love with my husband and, you know, getting together with him. And he obviously saw that there was something on my face and I, he was asking me questions and I was like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. I'm going home now. And I was just completely shutting him off. So it affected me because there was something that was going on inside of me that I couldn't share with anybody. I didn't want to share because I didn't want to feel so vulnerable. I felt like I was already falling apart. So opening up to somebody was like, oh, you know, and when I was speaking to my mom on the phone, she, the first thing she said was, how's your skin today? Oh, I mean, um, <laughs> thank you, mom. <laughs> like, is that all we're ever going to talk about? I know. And I just felt like, like, this is something that's huge for me already, but I just want to forget about it. Anyway, so I didn't talk about it with anybody ever. Otherwise, I knew I was going to fall apart. And then as I was moving forward in my journey, and I started to see this difference that, you know, my diet, this change in my diet was making in my skin, I thought, well, I actually have to start being open about it, you know, and it, it's taken me probably six, seven years to start being open about this. Like, I can't have sugar. Really? If I have sugar, I'm going to have a breakout. And like, I'm just starting to do this with my husband now. Like, that's how long it's taken me to heal this, you know? And I told him just this morning, oh, I had ice cream. That's why I have, you know, this pimp on my forehead because he looks at my skin and wants to know that I'm okay. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's taken me this long to be able to be open about it. And that's, I think it's, the, you know, I'm just... I'm afraid of being vulnerable. I'm afraid of being weak. You know, that's something that's really strong and, and you know, it's, it's there. Right. So I don't want people to think that I'm weak or yeah, dependent or I don't know. So yeah, it takes a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, so we talked about how it affected you socially. I know how acne affected me mentally, but how did it affect you mentally? Oh, it completely, it, it broke me apart. I think it's, was an opportunity if we're going to look at this visit, you know, in a positive, uh, from a positive perspective, it's opened a lot of doors for me. And I had to go into these rooms and have a look at all of my stuff, you know, all the bullying from high school, my uh, parents' divorce, you know, all of the reasons why I felt so ashamed of myself, you know, all of the people that have rejected me or said something bad about me. And when you don't love yourself, those are things that you kept inside of that you keep inside of yourself and that it keep on. <laughs> torturing you until you deal with them and so acne was this opportunity and it took me years to realize it but it was an opportunity to heal my body and to look at how I wanted to treat my body and to learn what my body liked and didn't like very simply put but also to have a look at at why I was the way I was and I had to look at you know at the crappy stuff about me and that's self-love for me that's you know having that strength to look at all of this the crappy stuff about yourself, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always lately, I've been battling the idea of confidence versus self-esteem. And I, I've only recently realized those are very, two very different things. You can be very confident mm-hmm. and have low self-esteem. You can be, have high self-esteem, but not be as confident because confident is very outward facing. Mm-hmm. I know when I had acne, wow, it tests your confidence. Cause it's like, it really tests whether or not you have real deep inner confidence and self-esteem because if something like a skin issue is really going to affect your confidence, how strong really is your confidence, mm. you know? And I noticed that with me. And obviously, the prettier we feel, the more confidence we're going to exude. But I don't know. I, did, it, did it test your confidence at all? Oh, absolutely. You know, I couldn't look at, at people in the eye. You know, no. I would avoid conversations or... You know, if my family wanted to talk to me, um, you know, what, via Facebook Messenger or whatever, on you know, with the video on, I would turn it off. It was just, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't connect with people because I couldn't connect with myself, and I couldn't, 
I don't know. I felt like I was constantly wanting to hide, you know? And so if I want to hide, then I can't connect with others, but they want to connect with me, but I can't spend all of my time hiding because then all of my anxiety comes up and I eat chocolate. <laughs> and it's a bad cycle. And it's, it just goes to show how, how that trail continues where you're not feeling confident. So you want to hide and then you don't really want to connect with your family. So then you lose that connection piece. And it's like, it goes, goes and goes and goes and goes. And it's, you know, and like when we think about it logically, it's like, okay, it's just a clogged pore. But wow, how much it can dwindle all of our life, mm. you know, like how we can get so affected by some, like something as small as that, but how much something small can affect us emotionally, mentally, um, confidence wise, everything. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it's like, for me, I think it really showed that I, I don't want to have problems. I don't want to be weak. I don't want people to know that sometimes I'm going through tough times. And, you know, like tough times have happened to me since that as well. And, you know, I've had a lot of crazy times in my life, but I don't want people to know that I'm falling apart. And I don't want, I don't want them to know. So it, it tells me that I don't feel comfortable with other people. I don't know who to trust, for example. Those, those, you know, that really brings up a whole lot of issues, right? <laughs> and yeah, like you're, you're about. digging up a big, big hole. I know, but, you know, I spent, you know, years and decades trying to hide that about myself, trying to hide the fact that I hated everything about me and that I didn't feel comfortable with other people. And, and acne just brought everything up, you know, to the surface. And, you know, as I was mentioning earlier, yeah, I know it it really was. (laughs) It manifested literally. I know. And, and that's what self-love is for me. You know, I really... I really think that self-love is having that ability to face to face yourself and and realize that you're not going to die in the process. It's going to be incredibly difficult, but let's have this you know difficult conversations. You know, tell somebody that you love that you're struggling with something because chances chances are that they're struggling with something as well, and they don't feel that they can talk about it either. You know, we're all struggling. We're all vulnerable. We all feel that nobody wants to listen to us complain, but. You know, what if we could have the space to talk about the stuff that's really hurting us, you know, with somebody that we feel safe with and not necessarily for them to fix our problems or tell us how to fix our problems, but just to be listened to. That's incredibly healing. And I think that that's part of of what I want to do, you know, just telling somebody, hey, this is something that I'm struggling with. And can you just listen to me for a bit without taking anything on, without trying to fix me, just just listen to me and I'll feel better. And you can do the same in return, you know? (laughs) <laughs> At what point of this specific ebb in your life or journey did you finally feel like you were getting a handle of things and stuff in your life started to flow again and feel a little bit smooth sailing? I think um, it was a, it was it was a very gradual process, but I remember looking at myself in the mirror one one morning, which I used to do, you know, for half an hour every morning, just mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, looking at everything and trying to fix everything and popping the things and making it worse. And I remember looking at myself, you know, that this is something that I was forcing myself to do, just looking at myself in the mirror and thinking like just looking at everything. And I remember one morning I thought, oh, actually I don't help my, I don't hate myself anymore. And that was a really powerful moment for me. And I think the second thing is when I, so, you know, I was struggling with acne. I was trying to heal it. It wasn't, it was taking a long time and I was falling in love with my husband and I couldn't open up to him, you know? And then, well, you know, I had to, so we met in Australia. He's a Kiwi. I'm French. Um, I had to go back to France 
long story short. And then after four months, he came to Europe to be with me. And I thought, well, now I can't, I can't keep on shutting him off because, you know. And I can't hide you know, from you. Yeah. I can't hide anymore from you. No, we're traveling together. You know, we're living in this one big house together. I can't hide from you anymore. And I think that really forced me to connect with him, you know, and to see if I could allow myself to be safe with him. And so those were the two big moments, I think, the moment in front of the mirror. And also when I finally realized that I don't need to be afraid of my boyfriend. You know, it's okay to feel safe with him. And yeah, it all had to do with me. <laughs> and it's interesting, though, we all have our insecurities because this is what it really comes down to is some insecurities and being in a relationship with someone can amplify those. But it's also for anyone who really, really actually loves you. That's not what they see when they look at you. You know, it's it's not a part of who you are. But when we're the person with the skin issue or mm. with something, it's like, we don't see that. Like, we think that's all they see about us. And we feel that they're not going to love us as much until this goes away. And everything mm. is so contingent on something. But I'm sure you quickly realize that it doesn't matter. Yeah, he saw everything else about me. Like, he saw that that was an issue for me. But I think he never realized how big of an issue it was for me. Because I didn't talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> Which made it that worse. helps. <laughs> <laughs> when you look back at everything you went through with this journey, obviously you say it took a lot of time. For anyone who's going through that journey right now of skin issues and insecurity and self-esteem and confidence and almost being afraid to look into the mirror, if someone was giving you advice back then that would have sped things up a bit, what advice would you give that person? Maybe it's going to take time, but the healing is going to happen for you. You know, just, just keep moving through the process. I think I was so desperate for it to happen now. And that's another pattern in my life. You know, I'm desperate for things to happen now. And if they don't happen now, I just, all sorts of things come up for me. But, you know, having the, the faith to trust the process and to trust that what you want is coming for you. You know, what you want will be given to you. And I think, you know, if I had been able to trust and to have faith in myself, in my body, and the goodness of the universe, then I would have felt a lot better, you know, and I think it is true for everybody, you know, and, and maybe you don't have any skin issues, you know, if you listen to this podcast and you're like, oh, this doesn't resonate with me at all, but, you know, maybe you have weight issues or, you know, you know, I th this is huge as Anything well. Anything like that you're not happy huge. about yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Big yeah. ears, <laughs> big notes. <laughs> Seriously, anything. We all have something. And it's funny. Mm. Someone could look at us and think we're one of the most beautiful people they've ever seen. And Oftentimes that has nothing to do with looks. It doesn't matter how our, this color of our skin or the color of our hair or whatever. A lot of the times it's the energy exuding out of you. I know like I've met people where at first glance, I'm like, yeah, they're, they're good looking. They're not the most beautiful person I saw. And as I started talking to them, and as I started to get to know them, by the end of the meeting, I'm like, wow, they're a beautiful person. They get better looking in front of your eyes because of the energy they exude. And it's, I've, again, I've seen it with my own two eyes before. So it's something that I'm always trying to be mindful of where it's like, it's not about like the actual looks. It's about, yeah, the energy that you're exuding at all times. Mm. Yeah. I think, you know, when we struggle with a lack of self-love, you know, we try to prove to others that we're enough because mm -hmm. we don't think that we're enough. And so I don't know anything about that. <laughs> at all. No, neither do I. No. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, we kind of just, you know, we're trying, we're, projecting that you know we wear that mask and you know it's in front of society and we're like love me love me look i'm enough 
look, love me, give me something that I need, give me validation, right? And then it's actually, you know, you're broken inside. So again, it's about self-love. It's about, you know, fixing what's broken inside of you, which is incredibly difficult to do. And not a lot of people want to do it, but I think it's necessary anyway. And you're going to have to do it at some point. So do it now. (laughs) It's very practical. Oh my God. I feel feel like you just played a recording of myself. (laughs) Love me, validate me, give me a compliment. I'm like, I, I, I've been doing that a lot lately and it's only in the last couple of days where again, I've had a couple of days to sit by myself and think, and I'm like, holy crap, I really got to work on that. I need to stop mm, we eating all do. validation. We all do. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. 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 But, uh, it's not going to get solved tonight, but <laughs> it will. But what eventually. if it could? What if it could? Maybe you know, it like, could. I, I, it I think probably you know, we look at these decision, issues, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. You know, we look at all of these things and we look at social media and we, look, we you know, do research on the internet and we're like, oh, I need to start meditating. Oh, I need to start doing yoga. I need to eat more healthy. And it's like this whole thing that you have to change in order to feel better. But what if you could feel good about yourself right now? What if, if you don't even think that's possible right now, what if you could just sit with yourself and sit with those crazy thoughts that are going on in your mind and just, I think we can call meditation i suppose we can also call it you know closing your eyes and spending time with yourself you know just you know just being with yourself being with who you are and and realizing that you can still reach that space of i'm okay anyway you know that stuff is going to be resolved anyway at some point it doesn't matter how long it takes but i can still feel okay right now it it doesn't have to be this huge process it feels like it's a lot of work right i have to work on my issues i don't know how to do it i have to hire a coach i have to do a retreat i have to do workshops (laughs) I have to start meditating. But, you know, what if that wasn't the case? You know, what if I was allowed to feel good about myself? Well, okay, that's how it okay about myself right now anyway. <laughs> so that's, that's my, yeah, that's what I want for us to think. You know, it, it doesn't have to take a lot of work. We don't have to do a lot of inner work or journaling or whatever you're into. Mm-hmm. You know, what if? I, yeah, what if, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, last question for you, Celine. When you look back at this specific journey or any kind of ebb that you've had in your life and all of the tough times it's brought you, um, how when you when you think about present day, how did going through all of that make you glow in the end? For you literally. <laughs> I think you know, when the thing is finally over you know, and that I've truly dealt with every aspect of it, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, I realized that I'm glad these things have happened. You know, I'm glad that my parents have divorced. They weren't happy. I'm glad that I had to struggle with hundreds of pimples on my skin. You know, I'm glad that it happened because if it hadn't happened, then I wouldn't have dealt with my stuff. I would still be insecure. I would still be shy. I would still look for validation. I would still eat a lot of chocolate every single night in the secret of my bedroom. I would probably not be married to somebody who's fantastic because I wouldn't have let him in. So I'm glad, you know, like that stuff was really, really bloody hard. And I tasted everything that I was, but then I'm glad because I know who I am now and I know my weaknesses and I know, I know, I know myself and I know when somebody says something that triggers me, I know how to deal with it anymore. I don't have to <laughs> bury it because I'm not strong enough. I know that I'm strong enough. So yeah, just, yeah, it's, it's going to happen anyway, whether you like it or not, you know, we're here to grow and in the end, I think anyway. So I think that, you know, when we um, talk about self-development, a lot of the work that we do is about 
dealing with our issues so that th- that stuff doesn't happen anymore so that we don't have to manifest it anymore right but i think that those things happen whether we like it or not because we're here to grow and we're here to learn how to be balanced you know whatever comes our way i think that that's a more powerful lesson than doing your self-development work and dealing on your stuff so that's bad shit doesn't happen to you anymore <laughs> well i mean life would be pretty boring if it was just smooth sailing and constant. Mm. And we need those contrasts in our life to appreciate the abs and appreciate when it's flowing. And it's the same thing with rain and shine. You don't want all of one. I don't think so. Not most people do. And the nice thing about going through all of that, like you said, you wouldn't have half the amount of beautiful things in your life if you didn't go through those things. And you definitely wouldn't have any joy or gratefulness for them without going through the struggles. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. We, we go through so much and we never think anyone else is going through it, but as you know, so many people in this world has had, has had skin issues and yeah, it takes a lot out of you and it takes a lot of self growth to finally build yourself up from that as well. Mm. Yeah, I think, you know, we also don't really think that those things are problems. You know, like when I say I had acne, like that's like... Some people may you know, laugh. A whole and world it's like, of suffering. No. And exactly, yeah. yeah. I know. I it, suffered it, so much. Me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And we're like first world problems, but actually not really, you know? Like, yes, I have, you know, I have a beautiful roof over my head and I have delicious food to eat every day and I am loved and I have delightful friends and I have everything that I need, right? I, I'm not in a survival mode anymore, but you know, crap happens to all of us, you know, and it really, it's going to test you to your limits, you know, it's going to test you and it's going to show you who you truly are. And then, you know, I think what really makes a difference is how you choose to react to it. You choose to fold and just decide that you're a victim and, you know, sink into a whole world of depression, anxiety, and, or do you, and I don't know, do drugs or whatever, or do you choose to deal with it? And yeah. You know, well, and obviously you dealt with it clearly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it makes me sound good. It makes me feel good about something. Yeah. I dealt with it, you know, but it also, you know, I was also addicted to sugar. <laughs> and but this is not going to be the yeah. last thing you have to deal with either. But now I find anything that you go through, you start building those resiliency muscles and those strength muscles that whatever else comes your way that you already know how to get through it. You know, any last words of advice and then please plug where people can find you if they want to connect further. Um, just trust yourself <laughs> as simple yeah. as that sounds <laughs> and um, you guys can find me at my website if you like mydawninglight.com so m-y-d-a-w-n-i-n-g-l-i-g-h-t.com it's all about finding that inner light inside of you and realizing that you are perfect anyway and that was another key moment I didn't share but you can find more on the homepage of my website anyway so you can talk to me there and yeah I can't wait to get to know you and see what I can help you with <laughs> Celine, thank you so much for all of the advice. And your story reminds me that, again, whatever you are going through, there is someone out there that has gone through the same thing and has triumphed. And it's worth hearing their story and how. Um, So again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Can I just say thank you so much for listening to this episode? Your support means the world to me and I love that you are here. 
If you enjoyed today's episode or are getting value from this podcast, would you do me a quick favor? Head on over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. By leaving a rating and review, this will basically tell iTunes to spread the word and tell more people about the podcast. And I'm on a mission to get the stories we're sharing here heard by many, many more. And I'll make sure to shout you out too. So be on the lookout for my review of the week, which I share on Instagram stories at Ebb and Glow Podcast on Instagram. Like I said, thank you so much for being here and I hope you tune into the next one. Okay, talk soon. All right, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. Make sure to visit my gorgeous website, mydawninglight.com, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify and all the main podcast platform thingies so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you love what you heard in this show, do share it with a friend or with your cat, your dog. Give the show a rating on iTunes, whatever. Post about it in your Insta stories. And if you're ready to love yourself but have no idea where to start, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'd love to have a chat with you. And be sure to tune in again in a couple of weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, I'm sending you so, so, so much love and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye! This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.